0: Hey, we are the Trailer Island Podcast. It's another Wednesday. It's another episode. And I'm humped. I'm... Oh, shit. No, we're keeping that.
1: We're keeping that. We're keeping that. I don't know about I'm not... you, Alex, oh. but I'm,
2: I'm pumped for this week. Oh, I, no. I'm so pumped. No, we could that. Nah. Oh, no, no. We're keeping oh. that. I don't... We are oh. keeping that. I... If I've talked about two, har- three Harry men going at it, we're, we're keeping that. I'm not humped.
1: <laughs> what are
0: you, Alex? I'm You're pumped. excited. <laughs> I am pumped okay. for this week. Yeah, oh,
2: I'm redder than the sunburn I got last Friday. <laughs> just don't talk about fluffy ducks this week either, otherwise you might say something else. Oh, oh, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, and you're making me not start this again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, welcome to Trailer Island podcast where we compare films' trailers to the final product and see how, <laughs> how it turned out. Yeah,
1: that's that's exactly right. And, and guess uh, what? I'm pumped. I'm also pumped. Yeah, are you pumped, Alex?
2: Yes, great! I am. I am. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're all pumped then. Uh, this week we're doing uh, a new release. Yes, so one it's of, always one exciting. Of the very rare releases to cinema we're getting these days, but yeah. uh, I think we're all a little bit excited to see this one, uh, yeah. especially those, those of us that enjoy a good John Wick film. You know, but it's not John Wick, is it? No, it's very much no. in the same vein, though. Yes. Or maybe well, we can we can debate that.
0: I think, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got a few things to say okay. about this, okay. about how I, how I feel about it. Uh, but I'm definitely pumped, <laughs> mm-hmm. as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, you, the- know, you know, I don't think I've introduced a film in a really long time.
1: Yeah, get to it. Alex, okay. would you like to introduce this week's film? This week, we're doing Nobody.
0: So they took maybe 20 bucks and an old watch. Mr. Matson. did you even take a swing? No. Could have taken her, Dad.
1: Heard you had some excitement last night. I wish they'd have picked my place, you know?
2: Why didn't you take them out?
1: I was just trying to
0: keep the damage to a minimum.
2: <laughs> yeah? How's that working out for you? You OK? Because you don't look OK.
0: There's a long dormant piece of me.
2: That so very badly wants out. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm going to freak you up. <laughs>
0: Been a hell of a day.
2: You can see that.
0: For 12 years, I worked for some very dangerous people. Everybody get to the basement.
1: What is happening?
0: Don't call 911. I used to be what they call an auditor the last
1: guy anyone wants to see at their door. <laughs> Because it
2: meant you didn't have long to live. But I left it behind to start a family. Hey! Hey!
0: I might have uh, overcorrected. When you left, you abandoned a certain debt that needs repayment. And your creditor is aware
2: of your resurrection.
0: after my family.
2: They stole my kitty cat bracelet.
0: And you don't f do that. Nobody, nobody,
2: nobody. Give me the goddamn kitty cat bracelet! You look
0: like shit, Dad. You should see the other guys.
2: Who the f beep. are you? Me?
0: I'm nobody. Nobody! Nobody! It's nobody! It's nobody!
2: In theaters only February 26th.
0: Now you'd think that that was a John Wick trailer, but it's not. Yeah. It's got a very
1: similar premise. It does. Very similar tone. A very similar tone. I would suggest, and and this is going to be, I think, a big topic for discussion about this film, is you get a sense of the comedy in that trailer. When he's yelling at a guy Mm, who's got at mm -hmm. gunpoint... Give me back the kitty cat bracelet. How is that not funny? Yeah. Mm. It's hilarious, yeah. and I think this film is legitimately very funny. I, I had a few really big belly laughs during this, yeah. and I think that's intentional. I should say I think that's intentional. This yes. film is deliberately yes. funny.
0: It is. I, I agree with you. Now that that trailer is actually. So I think something changed in the story between that trailer being released and this film because it's quite a, there's a bit of there's a few misleading lines in that trailer. Mm. Okay, sure. Because the whole thing about the debt being incurred, the people who've let you go, I don't think that's a conversation I've heard in the film. No, I don't, no. I don't remember that. And also the your creditor is aware of your resurrection. Mm.
1: That's definitely not in the film
0: because yeah. I th- cuz in that 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 implies in this trailer that he would he worked for crime. Yes. He did this as a yeah. criminal thing. But this film, it doesn't have that element at all. More he's he's more of a, a person in an official capacity. Yeah, sort
2: like re- of like
1: working for the government almost.
2: Yeah. Or even tries to allude to the past coming back to haunt him, and it really isn't that in what you think that sense no. of phrase is. Because that no. sounds more
1: like a John Wick thing.
2: Yeah. 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 It's interesting.
0: And, and and I've got a f- few problems with his motivation in this. Well, should we get into the premise? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's get into the premise.
2: Okay. It is uh, about... Uh, oh, God, I've forgotten his name. I just call him nobody the entire time. Was, um, <laughs> uh, it, well, Bob Odenkirk plays uh, an everyman. Yep. An yep. everyman stuck in a dead-end job with a, a sort of a loveless marriage who is, I would say, frustrated with the world. Well, his name's Hutch. for start Hutch. Start. That's yeah. right. And Hutch... Uh, well, he and his family are the victims of a home invasion. Yeah. In which the invaders steal a kitty cat bracelet and Hutch decides he's going to delve into his former life and retrieve the kitty cat bracelet. For the sake of his daughter. And hijinks ensue. <laughs> yes. Well, the,
0: and there, there's the whole thing in there, which is in the trailer, is that he you see him with a golf club about to basically kill mm. this person and he stops himself. Yeah. And he goes, and because he, as he says, wants to minimise the the damage. I thought that all played out really well, but you know that it's not going to be that way for the rest of the film because the trailer kind of tells you hijinks will ensue shortly.
2: Yeah. That particular scene, though, I thought they rationalised that a lot better in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. doesn't hit them because he sees that the two home invaders are both desperate and the gun they're holding is is empty he obviously doesn't retrieve the kitty cat bracelet and decides to spare their lives. Yeah. But I think it's more it's it's a more human moment. Yeah. Uh and I think that probably more speaks to the quality of film uh and it, it, when we're talking about a comparison with John Wick, I would call this a more human film as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he still sort of ends up, you know, again, you know, the whole Liam Neeson thing, him and his, you know, set of particular skills, he does end up being pretty Mm. indestructible. But that's the fun of the movie. he gets beat down. He does get beaten up quite significantly. I think he gets shot a couple of times. He gets stabbed as well. He gets stabbed. It's a kind of fun, beaten up, beat them up violence where things look really painful, Mm. but that's. It's it's hard to explain, but it's kind of fun for that reason.
2: I, I would explain it as in John Wick. John Wick also gets beat up. Right? Yeah, yeah, but you don't you don't feel the pain. He gets stabbed and he walks it off. In this. Because Bob Odenkirk is is such an emotive actor, when he gets stabbed, you you feel it. Yes. You feel yes. it. Every time someone lands a punch, you go, oh, ow. Ah.
1: Yeah, and there are a few, oh, yeah. you know, like there's a bit, I think, where he's fighting someone with a bat and then he breaks the bat in half and then stabs them with one half of the bat. And it's mm-hmm. like, that looks so painful. But at the same time, it's that fun kind of like,
2: you know like yeah.
1: you know in a wrestling match and you go give him the chair cut. Kind of mm. it's, that's essentially what it comes down to i think
2: and they're all faceless goons at the end of the day yeah well.
1: like you, you never you're, ne- you're never meant to question do these people mm. have families or anything they're, they're they're just like they're like battle droids yeah. they're indisposable uh, so they they're, they're disposable and there are loads of them until the film ends basically oh then- my
2: god you killed glenn collie's <laughs> wife and children <laughs>
1: yeah the whole austin powers thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it is it's basically just one man going on a rampage um but unlike john wick we get to meet some other players on his side yeah in this one namely his father
2: christopher Lloyd, played
1: brilliantly by (sighs) christopher lloyd who is just so good in this so good Mm -hmm. and then we have i forget the character's name but his mate or his half brother it's never quite clear it's half brother yeah and so he gets a bit of reinforcement at certain points,
2: which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. His half brother, played by RZA from the Wu Tang Clan, oh, yeah. is that how you say that? I've been saying RZA long, the entire time. RZA, RZA. Okay. I haven't seen that film.
0: I am down on the street with the kids. I know all oh? the rest
2: of the raps, but
0: I
1: don't know Wu Tang <laughs> Clan. <laughs> it's um, I am curious curious to hear what issues you had with this, Alex, because I, like I say, I, I went. It was great to go back to the cinema as we've. Just, that's just always great. But I was in there and everyone in there was just laughing, having a great like grimacing at the right moments. You know, um, there's a particularly gruesome incident with a straw that I struggled to watch oh, at, a, at a certain point. But yeah. it, but at the same time, you have that kind of laugh like, oh, I can't believe that they they thought to do this and they execute it so well. Um, well, I think you. <sighs> I want you to turn me around on this. Yeah, okay. Okay. When I
0: left the cinema, this was a five for me. Right. Okay. But then I thought about it a little bit more and I found that the story behind it made me a little bit less compassionate to his cause, to Hutch's cause. Because in this, he could have walked away at any point and mm-hmm. everything would not have happened. But... In this, he is motivated by violence. He wants these things to happen. Yeah, there's a you moment know, where he judged
1: by his voiceover that you yeah. hear. Yeah, well, there's a bit where he he basically insults this crime boss in his own, in this crime boss's club, go, and says, "All right, that's it. We're walking away." Kind of thing goes and sits in his car, and he sits there like with his fingers crossed, going, "Like, please come out. I want mm-hmm. to have a car mm-hmm. chase." But I I think my argument to that, I I, I do see what you're saying. He definitely wants to beat up these people. He's not like it's a fight. It's not like he's going, I must protect my family. He goes, no, I'll send my family away so I can literally kill everyone.
0: The thing that sets everything off is in this bus scene. They've got a bunch of drunk goons who are protecting, I guess they're the protectors of this, this Russian guy. And it's sort of insinuated that they're going to assault this young woman that's on the bus. Yeah. And he does the classic: the driver gets put out of the bus, <laughs> does the watchman thing. I'm not yeah. stuck in here with you; you're stuck in here yeah, with yeah. me. I mean, it's all
1: sort of like slow and deliberate, isn't it? You, sort yeah, of sort of yeah.
0: and and, and, you, and like you know, in the when you're watching, it, it's like, oh yes, get hype, get hype, get. But he he instigates the violence in this. Where in John Wick, the violence comes to him, and he has to defend himself. But in this case, he's the one bringing yeah. the violence to these people. He, he does the right thing by trying to defend this girl. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, then there, it gets a little bit later on where in that in that same scene, he's no longer in the bus, <laughs> but then he goes back he in. He goes back in for
1: round two, yeah. Goes, and, and, in and hurts them much more than he did the first time around. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, look, and, my, and, oh, and,
0: and all, right. all right, okay. Let, let okay. me keep talking. All right. <laughs> and then... <sighs> You know the, the classic. Then the crime boss finds out about it, and he's like, "I must defend my family," and that seems reasonable. That mm. yeah. <laughs> this guy wants to be like, "You've attacked you. You know, you've you've attacked my brother. You've hurt him. I'm going to defend his honor or whatever." Mm. How he feels about his brother is
1: irrelevant. You know, he's he's doing this because he has been attacked. So. I think you actually raise an incredibly good point, Alex. You are correct. However, my, my argument to this is that the movie simply doesn't care. The, the, the idea is that much like Hutch when he's sitting in his car with his fingers crossed waiting for a car chase, you, the film invites you as an audience to just go, let's just have fights. In a way, not in a yeah, it's not trying to incite you to like leave the cinema and go start beating people up. But it's it's that fun, that John Wick style of fun, you know, where people are getting hit by chairs and fire extinguishers, and it just gets more and more ridiculous to the point of just going like, all these people are just dead instantly. But it's this kind of fun, like watching a wrestling match, kind of fun, and it doesn't really care that the motivation is not it. The whole, the only excuse we've really got for him going on this rampage is that he thinks. This kitty cat bracelet of his daughters has been stolen, and it turns out, spoiler alert, that it actually isn't stolen
2: anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. No, It goes deeper than that, Matt. Does it? Yeah. For the first half an hour of this movie, I'm going to try and uh, probably try and sway you. (laughs) Okay. We get a picture of a man who is frustrated with life. Yes. Who who is consistently looking back in his previous life and wishing he was back there. He's stuck in a loveless marriage. He's stuck in a dead-end job. But what he was doing before was exciting him it was making a difference and so he wanted to get out uh yeah yeah but people can change their mind and i think you are right in the sense that he may be a little bit of an unlikable character but i think that's why he's a good character it's because he is pursuing a goal and the goal is to rekindle some of that spark and that fire. And, yeah, he's doing it through ultra-violent means. <laughs> and, and the director is saying uh, all of his actions are sort of rational in the filmic sense of the word because these guys on the bus are rowdy and, and gross. And you do feel Hutch's frustration when he comes upon two home invaders, and he doesn't feel like he can attack them because mm. they are sad individuals. Mm. And so when that frustration gets taken out on the guys on the bus, I'm sitting there, I'm rooting for him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, take your take your frustration out. And yeah. I think that's what's going to make this film pretty popular with the 35 to 50s. Well, it's funny you bring that up because I think his character, you know, saying
1: he's a bit a slightly unlikable character, really he's just going through his midlife crisis. Yeah. This is yeah. how he's yeah. dealing with... Yeah. Because I think throughout the film we see... More and more, he's starting to, you know, have, you know, he's sipping whiskey. He's he's got his man cave at one point. I think it's, it is, it's just him. It's what happens, I think, when like, yeah, uh, someone who used to be like a, a guy who does the dirty work for the government and all the kind of footwork. You know, Yaleem Neeson characters, for example, has a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. They just go, "Yeah, I'm gonna go and any excuse I can to beat up some drunken goons who, Mm -hmm. you know, poke fun of the innocent girl on a bus or this or that." He's gonna take that opportunity, and and I think that's why the movie's fun is you understand
2: it's him trying to enjoy himself in a weird, perverse way. I think the the problem I had with it is that it did feel too much like John Week One. There were too many of those those story beats that I, well the try the trailer show you know yeah. from the producer who brought you John Wick they're not hiding it no, they're not mm. but
1: I think it it just it was a little too on the nose a little too on the nose it didn't so, bother me didn't because because yeah. again I think the thing that di- that differs for me in this film. And don't get me wrong, there are jokes in in John Wick, like the you know the pencil line, you know he killed a guy mm. with a pencil. But I just think that this film, John Wick, is trying to be a hard action film. This film is a hard action film, but it's trying to be a comedy, and mm. it is very funny. The dialogue in this is much is better really? than John Wick. Oh, I agree. Yeah,
0: the dialogue in John Wick is very stilted. I never really. But that's just that. Keanu Reeves, though.
1: <laughs> you leave Keanu Reeves alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had I had a little problem with the wife's character,
2: Connie Nelson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She played perfectly beautifully Mm. i'm not denying that at all um but i i got i got i really i was sold the the thing of you know they're just they are now stuck and they've got kids Mm -hmm. they're in the day-to-day they don't have time for romance with one another and i was i was flip-flopping i wasn't too sure about it because on the one hand you know she sort of reaches out to him when she, she's obviously aware of his past and mm-hmm. that perhaps they teamed up at points to to help him do his job but she seems to the film implies a bit that she only wants to reach out to him a, at an emotional level when he becomes violent yeah. again
1: yeah I, yeah it's interesting
0: but and that felt a bit shallow to me and a bit unfair to her character but at the same time that does come shortly after he for obviously what seems like a long time reaches out to her emotionally yeah. saying you know what I'm not happy with where mm-hmm. I'm at be, and that, I want us yeah. to be, I want us to change so I wasn't sure what the film wanted us to think
1: about that because that moment is quite nice when he does extend his hand out to her and says I'm sorry I've been distant kind of thing because I because I didn't have this issue that, that you have because because of that scene I thought well no he's the one that's turned to her and said let's acknowledge that we've not been doing great at this recently and let's try and turn it around for me it was for me I think it's more a coincidence because he's gained his confidence back now that he's sort of relapsing into his old violent ways he's got this confidence back to actually open up a bit more emotionally to her and I think mm. it's not so much that she's fallen back in love with him again because he's beating the living daylights out of people but I think it's because he's just found his confidence. And I think that's more, perhaps, where that's coming from. Or at least that's sort of my read on it. Is that he's a little more sure of himself. He's got more direction because, you know, we see him. You know, he misses the bin in the kitchen. He keeps burning stuff when he's cooking stuff. And it's sort of like that kind of ineptness. I think that he's just stuck with, and he mm-hmm. kind of, he loses that as he gets more confident. Mm-hmm. And I think he makes he's the one that makes the effort. And I think that's what opens her eyes a
2: bit to hey, he's trying to yeah do something about this. Mm. Would you say that the the wife is maybe a thinly written character?
0: Uh, I don't know that she's thinly written. I thought that she was actually quite a solid Mm -hmm. character. I just – I don't think that the reaching out so easily from her perspective was done with enough reasoning for her to change, to flip on a coin that much. But then again, this film isn't about their relationship. (laughs) No. It's about the obtuse violence. Essentially, what I felt – I actually – I was thinking about it I was like this is very murder porny like it is a little bit yeah it's just throwing faceless goons and and you know, because it has got quite a good family story behind it I thought these guys might have families mm-hmm. but well, then the comedy that plays out during it you're like I don't care well
1: yeah exactly talking about the the goons and stuff we should talk about the stunts in this yes. because the fights this, this are this is a- absolutely an ode to stuntmen I would like, agree without a doubt yeah it's the, the stunts are terrific in this and and but they're painful like in a good way like yeah. you feel the pain it's so well done. I particularly liked a fight scene in in their family home. I thought that that was which one's that? Because uh, I mean, there's when, one when, he,
0: when the when the two robbers rock up, and then there's
1: one. No, when, the, the one so when he goon squad rocks up. Where, yeah, when the big squad turn up and he sends his family down into his safe room. Don't call nine one one. Don't call nine one one. I thought that sequence was just. Fantastically well choreographed
0: there 's a bit that 's in the bus, which I think they filmed potentially in a real bus, so it looks pretty. This real. is basically looked, yeah. stunt people and Bob Odenkirk as an actor yeah. Yeah. A- acting out in this film, and the guy Daniel Bernhardt he is. The guy in this in the bus, like the main, like I guess one of the main goons, he gets his teeth knocked out. He's like, oh, Is it yeah, bad? Is it yeah. bad? Is it? He's like blood. Just he's coming a, out. he's his he was his personal trainer for this film. He's a oh, leading stunt guy, right? Yeah. So they're basically it's a bit like you know we're going to talk about death proof at some point. Mm. You've got stunt people. Acting in films, and yes. this is the case in this. You got yep. people. So your stuntmen are the ones. You know, you, there's no covering up. Yeah. Then we haven't got stuntmen doing training actors to
1: do something. They literally just no. got the stuntmen doing. That's it. right. Yeah. Oh, I would like right.
2: someone to confirm this, but I do believe Bob did his own stunts in this. For film. the most part, he yeah. does have a stunt double. Okay.
0: But for the most part, a lot of his stuff, like he, they apparently worked out for two years. Not bad for. for he, is for he Sol 50, Goodman? He's fifty-eight. I think... Uh, yeah, he's getting on you. Yes. Something, yeah. something like He that. looks pretty
1: good in the movie. He, yeah. he does, yeah. does a lot of that fight stuff himself. It's pretty acrobatic, should we say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty acrobatic. But it never comes... Again, even though the, the movie is genuinely very funny, none of the violence ever comes across, I think, as slapstick. It, it, the, the violence never gets... Ah. Oh. Oh, well it, it does, but not Matthew, ah. Matthew, no the no. last half hour
2: of this film is home alone <laughs> yeah, on steroids. That's that's true. I that think you're getting true. into slapstick when you start sticking straws down people's throats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that's I don't know if slapstick's the right word for it though. It's funny, but it's not it's not a clown falling over their own feet no, kind of thing. It,
2: it's try instead of the brutality of John Wick, it's trying to punctuate it with just a little bit of humor. It has good yeah. it, it
0: has very good beats of comedy. Oh yeah. throughout the violence. Like like you were saying before, you know, there is this all this crazy violence going on and you're laughing your head off in the <laughs> middle of it because yeah. of the things that they're able to do in it.
2: Exactly. The wine bottle scene in that trailer. It's 3 seconds long, but it's the way he uses a A wine bottle is just hilarious. Yeah, there
1: seems to be you know, I think Jason Bourne started it, but that sort of that and it's and it's terrific, but that trope of using everyday objects as as lethal Lethal weapons. I love
2: I really love watching Jason Bourne beat someone to Almost to death with a magazine. <laughs> yeah. How, how yeah. do we feel about
0: just the Russians being
1: bad people again? I, I'm i a little sick of Russian bad guys. I won't lie. <laughs> I am, but I I felt. Well, he wasn't Russian, though, was he? Yeah. yeah. Was he Russian? Yeah. I thought he was some other European. No, he's Russian. He's Russian? Okay. Well,
0: because they say it's, oh, it's always the Russians or something, yeah. something like that. Because I... this film is directed by a Russian guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Ilya Nasula. Right. I'm. I'm I probably got that. I probably absolutely butchered that. But yep. He he did hardcore Henry, which is a just a ah, you know start right, to finish right, right. point of view yep. action film. So I think this is almost a half American, half Russian film because a lot of the stunt people are Russian
1: as well. Again, Australia. the Russian
2: thing uh, more played into the John Wick vibes I was getting.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why yeah. I didn't like it. I thought, oh, you know, John Wick has Russians. Let's ha- yeah. let's not have Russians this time. But um, I I liked the. Well, he's not really a villain. Like you say, he's only acting to protect his own interests. He's a yeah. villain. But he, like, he's I mean, the, he, he is a villain. villain
0: in the sense that he's a crime boss. He's yeah, a, he's, he's, a he's not a he's
2: good a mas- person. He puts no, okay. karaoke. Uh, yes, yes,
1: yes. yes, yes <laughs> I yes. actually thought that was quite funny, all
2: that
0: yeah. stuff. <laughs> I was like, this is this is actually very
1: Russian. I, I loved What's his, going on um, right now? his intro shot, which is from outside this club, crossing the road, inside mm-hmm. the club, having a few drinks, and up onto stage as one continuous take was yeah. re- really cool. It looks great. And it's put together. I can't really fault the construction of it, to be honest. No. Um, And just and if it makes me laugh as well, it's sort of ticking all the boxes for me. I think this is it has to be building a universe. I I really hope they don't make another one. I think (gasps) really. Yeah. So I was I was talking to the the friend I went with is is you know obviously John Wick. I think they're still making more. They've made three. Yeah, Yeah, that's and they're making more. To be fair, all the John Wick films have been pretty good. However, this film works just... It's so strong that if they make another one, I'm really worried they're just going to ruin it. There's crossover talks already. Oh, Really? No.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't do that. No, John, it's, I, same,
2: it's the same producer between the two films.
0: Yeah, so. I know, but the John Wick universe needs to be its own thing because yeah. that, that's gotten a bit silly. It has. Those films have gotten
1: yeah. very silly. Yeah. John, John Wick 3, however good it is, the story is getting... It's starting to bog down yeah, the but film. But then again,
0: are we there for the story? Not, no, we're, we're there really for enough. the action, aren't we? And, yeah. and this, I, but I, I was thinking about it because the, as I was watching it, I was thinking, no film, no sequel to this is going to be as good as this. Yeah. Because we already, ne- we now know what he's capable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of. And, and he builds that. It's like, it's a character learning. Well, reliving or no. rekindling skills that they have yeah. well, and they it's, don't it's, start out that way but they're going to have to start out that way in this
1: because we have an expectation yeah. now so like you say if they make a sequel like where it, this film goes to 100 so i don't know where you could go from that afterwards yeah. it's got a, it's got a yeah. car chase it's got you know, all this parkour stuff acrobatics it's got everything
2: the question in john wick is is an open-ended it's it's what what is john wick capable of yeah this is a close-end question it's what is this middle-aged man capable of and you see that in a 90 minute film yeah you know, well, because in the
0: John Wick universe it just seems to the level of power mm. in you know that he's coming up against mm. keeps seems to just keep rising and rising and rising and in this i, I, I it's Is it just going to be another boss, like a bad crime guy? Is he going to come up against a former colleague? Like, what is it going to be? And I don't know, because you're discovering this as a character for the first time, and you're right, Matthew. Mm. Like, it's just not going to be as good. Mm, mm
1: -hmm. Um, The actor who plays the barber, who's kind of like a handler in this movie, Mm. Um, I forget his name. I know he's in um, Harry Potter at one point, I think.
2: Uh, This gentleman is actually in Bond. He is. He plays, um, oh, it's not Tanner. Ta- no, it is Tanner. It is Tanner. It is he is plays Tanner, Tanner. Tanner. in the Pierce Brosnan. Yes, generation. he does. He's yeah. very good in those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I
1: feel like his character, like you say, is definitely a setup for, mm-hmm. for yeah. his character yeah. to return at some mm-hmm. point. And I, I didn't like that. I want this film mm-hmm. to be self-contained. The film is constructed with this wonderful bookend kind of flash forward, flashback thing, mm-hmm. which bookends it really nicely. I love the little joke with the cat. Like That is such yeah. a lovely little yeah. signature joke. Well, not a signature joke, but a little s- signature at the end there with a little flourish. Like The film is a self-contained package, and yeah. I loved that it was that. I, I Don't get me wrong, if they make another one, I'll obviously go and see it, but I kind of hope they don't. Yeah, I'm,
2: a, I'm sort of in the same boat.
1: Maybe this one can just be a little nice standalone little surprise if you mm. stumble across it and go, oh, what's this movie? Oh, my God, this is incredible. That, I think that's my aspirations for this film, is that it sort of does get forgotten. And then rediscovered. And rediscovered. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could watch it again for the first time. Cause, yeah. Cause, exactly. Because that yeah. surprise that we were talking about, that build up of violence, <laughs> yeah, is no, is right. quite
0: satisfying. Mm, that's a really good point. You wish you could see it again for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it escalates to
1: stupidity. Let's yeah, be I honest. Don't. Yeah. Well, just there's a bit where they shoot still rods into people, and it's like at that point, it's like, well, this is just ridiculous. But you don't care because it's fun, and it, but it's gruesome, and it makes you grimace and go, oh god, that looks so painful. Mm, but yeah. that's the fun of the movie. Music's cool too. Music was cool. Great use of classic rock and blues songs mm-hmm. in there as well, which was really cool. What are we going to give this out of five? Straws. Straws? Oh, straws, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep.
2: Kitty catberry bracelets?
0: Uh, go with straws because it's straws, a little bit more obscure. So, yeah. um, I'll, I'll go first, if okay. I may. I, like I said, it was a five when I left the cinema, but then I thought about it a little more, which was probably my own fault. <laughs> you know, the, how dare I have an individual thought. So I'm going to go with a four. Because I enjoyed this film, but there are just some things about some of the writing that nagged me that I felt could have been ironed out just a little bit better. Mm. But in saying that, on the way back, I I was talking to my wife and I said to her, let's go home and do karate in the garage. <laughs> yeah, you Because know, you're just like, I'm pumped, I'm pumped. Yeah, like, this is so yeah, good. Yeah. I just want to kick stuff and be like, yeah, ha ha, look at me. And then you
1: realise I actually don't have any fighting skills. So mm. you know, It's a bit like whenever I see Fury Road, I want to drive down the street screaming,
0: witness me. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly right, yeah. In yeah. this, I was just like, I'm going to punch a punching bag because it's cool. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so okay. well, it's great, like- great action film just a few dumb things I was like oh, I'm not buying it completely yeah but yeah so, so it's a four from
1: me okay if I may just follow on from, from your point about getting into that trap of thinking about the movie too much no I, I <laughs> oh alright now over to Steve um, I, I think I am the opposite of you because I haven't thought about the plot <laughs> at all and I think I've deliberately stop myself from doing that because it's loud noises, it's good, you know, like just people being thrown across rooms and all this horrible contraptions they've made on the fly and, you know, gruesome ideas of being able to kill people, you know, really effectively and really quickly. It's a it's a fun action film. I I love the comedy. I have never seen an action film that's made me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. I and I loved just the the comedy, but it didn't sacrifice the brutality of it, which I thought was somehow what a fine line to tread that is. And they've just nailed that. Um, I love this. It's a five F- five oh, straws wow. from me.
2: Jesus. Uh, it'll be a three for me.
0: Ooh. Oh, that's a surprise! Oh, uh,
2: I really, really did enjoy it. There were some really great laugh out loud moments that I, I I gasped a couple of times. Just the the brutality, <laughs> uh, but it had just way too many shades of John Wick for me. Like okay. it just some of the the plot elements were really way too reminiscent, and it don't you don't help yourself when you're using Russians as the enemy once more. <laughs> uh and when you are you know you're a sympathetic character trying to protect something you that you love whether it be your family or your dog <laughs> um uh yeah so uh, a 3 uh i'm not sure if i'll ever sit down and actually rewatch this again that's i was that's sort interesting. of i was trying to consider like when would i sit down and actually sort of really want to watch this and it might be after a season of better call saul or something like that but um yeah I think re- 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 rewatchability is a little bit of an, an issue for me. I'll watch it
1: again. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd watch it again. This is this would be a great film to sit down and watch. Like, if, if you're a bloke, you know, it'd be a, a film you'd watch with your dad, you know, yeah. and just have a few beers. That like, or oh, mm-hmm. get your mates around and do it. That that's the, that is that's the movie. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I watched the trailer for this with my
1: mum, and she was like, "Nah." <laughs> Not watching it. I, I Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if my mum would enjoy it, but I think she'd probably try and get through There's a cat in it. So, you know, I mean, I like cats. I enjoyed the cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted more of the cat. <laughs> well, that's a solid 12 out of 15. You know what? That's a bit less
0: than I thought that this film would get. Okay, yeah, me too. I was thinking it might be closer to a 13, 14.
2: Right. But I just yeah. thought it was sort of middle of the range.
0: And and that's the, that's the wonderful thing about the democracy that we have here, is that you can rate it however you want.
2: Yeah, Dory, I'm looking into that. We'll we'll fix that. Is this is democracy <laughs> manifest. You've been you've been trying to send me off to the glue factory for some time. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: someone has to make it work. Mm. So glue away, glue boy. Mm. We've been oh. the trailer island podcast. <laughs> You can find us uh, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, yeah, literally wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. And we are there. Every Wednesday is a new episode. There's a huge back catalogue of, of, of episodes mm-hmm. for you to watch. So go through, listen to them at your leisure, and let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Uh, give us a rating as well, wherever it is. But you can also contact us contact at trailisland.com.au. Submit a form via the website. Contact mm-hmm. us on the Facebook page as well. There's plenty of options. To get a hold of us, you might even get a personal response from Matthew. He does that, you know. Yeah, I'm very lonely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Messages on our Instagram.
0: Yeah, there's. There, oh, that's right. There is Twitter. There is a Twitter, but that has long been abandoned. I think. At Island. Uh, oh, that's right. We Island. haven't Island. caught the. No, guy who actually has no, the. We should get. Island. We'll get
1: Hutch to track him down. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to
0: strike again. Yeah. <laughs> sneaky, so sneaky. I've been Alex. I've been joined by Matthew and the accountant. Oh. Ooh. Ooh sneaky. We've been the Trial Iron Podcast. Good night. Goodbye.
2: Meow. Yeah. Straw.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is a Narrative Network podcast.